0: Hi, my name is Jesse Chen. I'm the holder of this diary. Call it When Traveling. The consequence of indecisiveness was ruining the mood. While I was gonna go out, I noticed there were some loggers and I was like, mm, maybe I should lock like some precious souvenirs I bought. I struggled for 5 seconds, I then walked back to my room, took the souvenirs and walked towards the lockers again. January 10th, 2022, in Madrid, Spain. However, on halfway, I was thinking, since I've decided to lock things, how about locking my whole bag? I struggled for 10 seconds, it should be fine, forget about it. I then continued walking there, several seconds later, something bad happened, When I was about to use the locker, I found my luck was unsuitable. But somehow, I felt like I had a strong desire to get things done. So I tried hard to make it work, which unfortunately resulted in tragedy. My luck was broken by me. I wish I went out directly. it was past 11, I walked on the street endlessly and suddenly felt the high density of the city, especially when I was on the way to the arch of the Plaza Mayor. Crossing the Plaza Mayor, I then went to Mercado de San Miguel, which wasn't like a market at all. Instead, was exactly like a restaurant. Its window, walls, light, and decoration all radiates a fancy restaurant vibe. While I was there, I somehow felt like I needed to have some seafood, especially lobster. I then bought a palm-sized lobster sandwich, which I didn't even ask for the price because I didn't want to let my hesitation rule the mood again. So, how much is it? Well, it's 17 euros. And how about the taste? It was salty. I felt like there was no the kind of sweetness usually in seafood in it, though it was disappointing. At least, it helped to kill the desire to eat lobster in my mind. And since I was still in the mood, I bought two tapas as an end of my lunch. After that, I walked to Palacio de de Madrid. Laundering in the plaza for a while and going to Temple of the Bad which dates back to 2nd century BC and was donated by Egypt to save it from floods following the construction of the Great Aswan Dam. A few moments later, I got on the bus and headed to Casa Dani, which is said to have one of the best tortillas in Madrid. Mmm, judging from the number of people dying there and lining up for takeout, I was excited to have a try. However, the taste wasn't that impressive for me, probably because I don't eat meat, but there seemed to be some smell of pork inside. I then decided to keep it as dinner and went to Parque de, de It was 4.20, I was sitting on a bench in the park, and suddenly I found something unbelievable. There's a guy putting a quite large stone on his head for training himself. At the moment, I was like, gosh, what is this man doing? Though I knew he seemed extremely serious about his workout, I still couldn't help but sneaker. Oh, by the way, I felt like Spain has the largest number of people working out outdoors after I visited Northern Europe. When I was in Finland, I saw people jogging on streets regardless of the cold weather. However, in Poland and Hungary, I barely saw people doing workout outside. Probably there's no such chain there, right? Anyway, while I was lingering in the park, I suddenly felt a bit bored. Madrid seems not that surprising to me. I feel like I need some interaction with people. Then God seemed to hear my wish. At night, I was back in the hostel thinking I was gonna have a dull night. However, while I was looking for my stuff in the room, the girl who just moved in and slept in front of me came to say hi. Actually, I don't remember what she said in the first words, but I clearly remember her following words, which giggled everything. I'm gonna meet some friends. Do you want to come with me? Sure, when? I'll go to the restaurant first, and then we go. Soon, we went out and had a chat on the way. It turned out she's from Argentina. Before COVID broke out, she was in Europe to meet friends, and after breakout, she was unable to go back, so she worked in Sweden for a while. When I met her in Madrid, she was going to meet a friend before going back to Argentina. However, her friend was out of town, but introduced her other friends to hang out with her. So we were gonna meet her friend's friend. We arrived at the Bistro, where I have no idea in which district it is located, but sometimes navigating by other people is not bad, right? Around 30 minutes later, her friend's friend came. They are four guys, college students. Though I had graduated, I believe I still had the college students' energy. Well, I hope they think so. We then started to talk. One of them wants to move to the United States to pursue his career after graduation. Another of them doesn't want to move there because, according to him, everything there is too big. The food is big and so are the people. Another of them has a passion of football. He even pays for just playing in a club, which is no additional benefit attached. The other of them... Oh, I found out that I didn't talk much with him. Did he say he likes basketball? I'm not sure anymore, but I'm sure I had a cheek-to-cheek goodbye with him. Our conversation was mixed with English and Spanish. Of course, my Spanish wasn't good enough to understand the conversation. But I was lucky to have Argentine girls' translation, so it was processed smoothly. One hour later, three of them left in advance. The three remaining of us were gonna meet up with Spanish boy's classmates later in the club. We took the matril under Spanish boy's guidance, well, after all, he's local. Some minutes later, we met his classmate, two girls and one boy, and walked to the club together. Oh, there's a funny story here. It was Monday and was probably at midnight, so the street was empty. I was walking while chatting with Spanish girls. One of them, who is but it, said, I'm sorry, my legs are short, so I can't walk faster. Obviously, she was just trying to be humorous. Suddenly, a guy on the opposite side said, Indeed, they are short. And guess what Spanish girl responded? Not short as your dick. Ta-da! Women got a point, apparently. We then walked towards the club with our loud laughter. After having some alcohol, we started to dance. Oh, by the way, the alcohol I had was a kind from Argentina and was strongly recommended by Argentine girls. Oh, wait, almost forget another thing. Even the pretender there is from Argentina too. Seems Latinos are everywhere. And how's the alcohol? Mmm, I feel like I was all awake after taking a sip because the taste is a bit like the green oil for pen. Anyway, we went to dance. On the dance floor, everybody was like a natural dancing queen, which meant I got free instructors. You can shake your body like this. The hips can move like, let me show you. Remember, we don't dance with guys easily. Under girl's guidance, soon I was able to dance to the music and at the same time discovered that I loved to dance in a club for the first time. That I did go to clubs in Taiwan before. Basically, no one was dancing in that way. And there's another thing I discovered. I feel like people here very dare to be themselves The thing I saw on them was like, if you want to dance, then dance, and it's fucking okay that you're dancing alone or even dancing like an idiot, because we're not gonna care about what you think. I'd say I do love the spirit. In Taiwan, I often said to be someone who has the courage to be myself, but while I was there, I saw people even more candid and living out themselves, which made me feel belonged. Two hours later, I was a bit tired, probably because I was getting old. I then went outside to get some fresh air. A man was standing right in front of the door and next to me. He passed me the cigarette. No, thanks, I said. All I wanted to do was just to calm down. Five minutes passed, and suddenly, there's a sound coming from inside. Hey, did you see a Chinese girl? She's like this tall and she wears... Oh, you're here. I'm looking for you. I thought you were missing. While I was about to respond, she continued saying, I know you're Taiwanese. It's just easier to describe. Come on, let's go inside. What I like about Argentine girl is her multifaceted personality. Though she talks in a super easy going way, she actually pays attention to subtle things. Like while she was enjoying her dance, she was also paying attention to our personal belongings. When a guy got close to our stuff, she soon kept up and politely told him that's ours. Yes, I noticed that. That's impressive. At 4 o'clock, we decided to go back to the hostel, Argentine girl was a bit tipsy, but fortunately, I'm a reliable teammate, and more luckily we had a sweet local guide, so we arrived safe and sound. Thanks, man! Written by Jesse Chan. Thanks for your reading